In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So today, the third Friday of Dinha, it's the third Friday after the Feast of uh, Epiphany, we celebrate the four evangelists, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They were the great proclaimers of the life of Jesus. Without them, we would have very little knowledge of who Jesus is. So we know Jesus through them, through what they wrote, through what they taught, and obviously all the apostles taught, but they're the ones that left a remarkable testament of his life. Matthew and John lived with Jesus. They were apostles. One, we're not sure. Mark more than likely did see Jesus. Probably one of the 70, not sure. Luke never saw Jesus. It's kind of very interesting. Luke is the only non-Jew to write in the Bible. Greek got his faith from Jesus, of Jesus, I should say, from St. Paul, went out and sought after Jesus, wanted to know more about him, so he sought the people that knew him, and he did his research that way. The one that had a beautiful memory of Jesus and everything that he had done, See, these men went out of their way to know him and to teach him, to make Jesus known. During that time, some people felt, that's foolish. It's easier to live without Jesus. Back then, Jesus did not make sense. Right now, Jesus doesn't make sense either. So they were looked at as being foolish. And that's what St. Paul mentions today, that we're fools. Amen. We're fools for Christ. We're not just fools. When you do things for Christ and it makes you look bad, amen. And this is what's important, and this is what we want to give to the next generation. And that's where you come in, and that's why you are here. On this day that we celebrate the four evangelists, we celebrate you. Not only do we thank you, but your responsibility is very similar to that of the four evangelists, St. Paul himself. We need you. Can't do this without you. We need this generation to know Jesus. From a very young, tender age. We need you to pro proclaim Jesus, to prepare these children of ours, regardless of age, that they get to know Jesus so that now the memory of Jesus is preserved, the proclamation that Jesus is alive also gets to be preserved, to prepare him to receive him, to receive him in communion, whether communion of the ears, words, communion of the mouth, the Eucharist. That's where you come in. Your responsibility and you becoming an evangelist of some sort, a catechist, a Eucharistic, a, a uh, communion teacher, is a phenomenal and a very important responsibility. Because I'll tell you this. Let's say you didn't. What's the future like for our kids? It's a dark future. It's always been a dark future without Jesus. 
And this is what the greatest gift we can really give to our children. And this is what becomes also important. This isn't just, yeah, I got time. Yeah, I can teach. Yeah, it's cute. I like kids. Or sometimes you hear this from parents. Yeah, I'd rather have them go there instead of going to the bars or going somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, sure, go to the church. Habibi, yeah, that's great. I'm saying something much deeper. When you teach these kids, there is also a relationship that grows. Let me ask you this question. Do you remember your catechism teachers? Do you remember your first communion teachers? Isn't it profound that now, decades, multiple, that I also remember my catechism teachers? Communion? Look, they didn't replace my parents, but they gave me something that is still with me, and that's what you're giving. And that's the difference you're making. St. Paul says he became a father of the faith to the people of Corinth. You're becoming fathers and mothers in faith to these children. Fathers in the faith, this is where you are reminding them, you're teaching them, you're changing them, you're leading them, you're guiding them even if they don't remember you. This is where Jesus now is planting seeds. And he's planting seeds using you. And maybe these seeds will germinate within a year, 10 years, 50 years. Don't know. It's our responsibility to sow the seeds. And these are the seeds of love, Seeds of Jesus being with us, seeds of faith. So this is why, as a result, I urge you, and this is what St. Paul says in his letter, be imitators of the saints. St. Paul actually says, be imitators of me. I just can't say those words. So be imitators of St. Paul. Be imitators of the great saints, getting to know them, the greatest of which. You can't get much better. Only a few better. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It becomes important that you take them on as your patron saints. Saints that you can pray to regularly. Before you begin your class, ask them for help. I hope you have your also your other patron saints. So, this is also not only praying to them, but also being a great example for them. St. Paul today says, we have behaved with you with holiness and godliness. This is the greatest way that you can teach. You see, you teach by the holiness that you can give to these children, and you back it up with words. You don't teach words and then back it up with actions. It's actually the other way around. But then you reach a certain level where it's both. Who you are, what you present, how you act, how you lead, how you teach, what you teach. 
all of it becomes a means of bringing Christ to these children. To teach by word, by example, by prayer, by meditation, and this year of the Eucharist, and it's not just this year, every day, every year, spend time around the Eucharist. Isn't that the guy that you're teaching? So if you don't know him very well, if you're not spending time with him, you're just going to teach something in the head, nothing in here in the heart. They need more. They deserve more. They need that love. Finally, I want to say to you, I need you to trust more in God, how he's going to be using you. How he's going to be using you to help your kids. These are your children in the faith. To grow in prayer, to grow in faith. And then, if St. Paul asks the people at that time to pray for him, Ask your children to pray for you. I know certain people, and I'm not saying you should do this all the time, but when they start class, say, everybody, let's all pray for me so that I can faithfully give you Jesus. Very strange, but very beautiful. Your main role as you continue to all of this There is a false wisdom in this world. And it's a false misunderstanding of what's right and what's wrong and what's good and what's bad. You're here to correct that by giving them Jesus. This is why in today's gospel, very interesting, Jesus looked at the people and he said he had compassion on them. Now the other time that he said this, he had compassion on them, said they need to eat. This time he says he had compassion on the people, they need the gospel. These children need the gospel. This community needs the gospel. So it's to feed them, but not to feed their bellies. And so he wants to give them the bread of life. And that's himself. He wants to give them truth. He wants to give them love. And he says, look, the harvest is ready. These are our children. The laborers are few. Thank God we have you to be our laborers. So the harvest... He's ready. So, interestingly enough, to prepare to feed back then, Jesus calls 12 apostles. We're calling you so that you can prepare. Their first mission is to do God's work and to teach as if the teaching backed up what they labored. And this is what they finally gave to everybody wherever they prepared, and that was peace. In this year of the Eucharist, please take advantage of adoration. Please take Jesus with you. Please take the Jesus that you adore and then give it to the children. We thank you. We love you. And we appreciate what you are doing. We're calling out the blessings of God where this isn't just you volunteering But this is what we call a commissioning. That by God, given me the authority to give the authority to the pastors to call you to teach, to preach, to prepare the community of our children. Please pray for the four evangelists to bless you, to help you proclaim Jesus. At the end of Mass, 
we'll have a blessing, a specific blessing for the catechists, for the communion teachers, that is a different spe and a specific blessing as well. I will be doing it through a relic. And I have with me a relic of Mother Teresa's hair. A woman that selflessly served, gave, and did everything with one focus, is to bring Jesus. To bring Jesus to a people who were hungry, physically, spiritually as well. You're not here to feed the poor. That is a different mission uh, that we all have in a different way, but your mission here for today is to feed the poor who are in need of Jesus' words. And so at the end of Mass, but the, uh, at the final blessing, I'll be giving you a blessing of Mother Teresa, and I would also suggest that she would be a good option to have as a patron saint that you can pray to to ask for help. Thank you. Blessings to you, and through you, blessings to our children. Amen.